What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode nine. Nine. We're almost at the double digits. I'm your host, Ryan, waiting for my buddy, Matt, to uh, join in. But uh, thanks for coming and joining in with us tonight. We're going to talk WandaVision 9, the finale of WandaVision. We'll probably go on tangents at some point. Who knows what we'll talk about. It's up to you, but uh, thanks for coming by and checking us out. If you got a second, please uh, give us a follow on Instagram and uh, YouTube and all that stuff. You can find the link in uh, my profile for YouTube. Um, I'd appreciate a follow. I'm trying to trying to have a little bit of a follower base there. Just uh, a lot of people are watching live here, and I appreciate that. But also trying to find people there. So please head over there and just uh, even just uh, follow on YouTube, and you don't even have to watch it on there. Just uh, I appreciate getting the follow. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Raise that room. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I missed you, buddy. Uh, oh, that's very nice. I missed you, too. It's been I a long it. week without you. It has. I've been a, I had a busy fucking week, man. I'm happy it's done. But next yeah. week's not looking any more promising, if I'm being honest. So, well, come on down to Windsor. <laughs> I'll make that. I'm definitely liking uh, that idea. I miss you, man. It's been like a year and a half since I've seen you, so it's pretty much. It's, by the time I get there, it'll be a year, at least a year and a half, if not longer. Somebody told me to take the texting gear off, and I oh, refused. Nike boy, uh, Nike boy's good shit. Refused. My favorite team. They're a dumpster fire. They're going to be the last team in the league this year, and I can't wait for it. I agree. You know who I like? You like the uh, the uh, yeah. Michigan Mikes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we're actually the Vancouver Whalers. <laughs> well, that's a real team, isn't it? It's not a Vancouver. I knew you wouldn't be able to name an actual team, so the Grizzlies. That's why I gave you the Michigan team, right? Didn't we What's that? The, we had a team called the Grizzlies in Vancouver, didn't we? Yeah, that was basketball. Mm. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? So, uh, finale. Hmm. What'd you think? Yeah, I don't. I liked it. I I feel like it kind of goes with um, like the whole series for me. Like, I, yeah, I like I liked it. I don't want to sell the fact that I feel like I, I don't want to like sound like I didn't like it. I did like it, but there's definitely things about it I think they could have done more with. And I think there's some things that they still played safe, which is weird that I'm saying that about this. But totally agree. Yeah, yeah. What did you think overall? Did you like it, or were you a bit let down? Or I cried. Yeah. Oh, like I mean, that's all. That's easy. As you approach forty, that's wow. how this kind of works, doesn't it? <laughs> I cried, but I. It's hard to say. I didn't love it, and I wanted to love it, and I mm-hmm. didn't love it, mm-hmm. and I liked it. But there were so many things that I'm like, well, that doesn't really work. That doesn't really yeah, make yeah. sense. I wish they would have done more with this. Um. It felt like it needed another episode, and yeah. 
I don't want to say that because I'm I'm typically one that like I think less is more on almost everything. And I hate like the classic television of everything had to be 24 episodes yeah. and week to week and you know all that stuff. Like I I typically hate that, but I felt like they needed to prolong this episode and we got snippets of things, but a lot of things weren't finalized a lot of things weren't finished as a storyline and as much as they did finish like uh i mean obviously we're going into spoilers so if you haven't seen one yeah. vision check out now yeah, exactly. so that, that's your warning but like white vision they they didn't do anything with him like it was like he had this big revelation and then he was just I'm, I'm out. Out, yeah. Well, it's just like Quicksilver. They, we find out his name is Ralph Boner. <laughs> Funny, because they made a dick joke in a Disney movie. Ah, but, so good. That might have been my yeah, favorite. Yeah, but they didn't do anything with him. Like, what does that mean? Uh, he's So he's a guy named Ralph Boner. Okay. But he looks like Quicksilver, and he clearly is Quicksilver. So they didn't really explain that, right? They didn't explain that at all. Like everybody else in that entire Westview town is like they're still the same person. They're just obviously their 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 uh, personality has has changed to fit the timeline of the show. But they they look like the person they are, and they're still that person. So like, right. why is Ralph Boner exact Ralph replica Boner. of Quicksilver? I don't like know, it just didn't I make like... sense. I like the fact that his name is Ralph Boner, though. That made me laugh. It's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. Like, that's the kind of thing, though, right? Is I feel like they could have done so much more. And it's like my biggest gripe with it is like, it's like another finale of a Marvel thing where it's like Scarlet Witch is fighting a witch and Vision is fighting Vision. It's just like Iron Man fights Ironmonger and Doctor Strange fights Mordo. It's like literally the same versus, and it's always that, right? But that in like, how do I say this without sounding terrible? But like, nothing got resolved. All the emotional impacts of the show was between Wanda losing her family, losing her her love of her life, which is Vision, yes. losing everything she she felt that she needed but like you immediately remove that emotional impact when you go well one our vision's not really dead vision's now white vision and he has the same memories and he's going to be back at some point like yeah. you remove that emotional impact of vision dying and her giving up that life to be the the hero that she needs to be is like well you're not really a hero yeah. you just locked this entire town behind a uh, 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 whatever magic barrier that you messed up their lives, like you messed up hundreds of people's lives and removed them from their family, and all these people hate you. You're not yeah. a hero in any way. You're selfish, and and they ended it like she was like, well, you know, I'm walking away from this and going off on my own. And I'm like, <laughs> she's no hero. She doesn't belong in the Avengers. Like she's a villain. But see, they could they could spin that later. Like like they could play off that of her being a villain. Like that's the thing is like I, I feel like they're really good at kind of picking up pieces that you thought they just left alone to like get it out of the way, and then they kind of come back to it. You know, I feel like we'll probably get that with Wanda, right? Because it's like you know, like there's no way that there's no way that she's not gonna be held responsible for that, right? 
I agree with you, but we've already had that character arc. Yeah, she's already yeah, blown yeah. up a building and killed a bunch of people. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. already been the villain that needed to go. Hey, what I'm doing doesn't have a righteous cause, and I'm going to change and become the hero. After I've lost my brother, after I've lost my family, I'm going to be an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Now she spun that back to being the villain again, which that's cool. If you want to be a villain, be a villain. But they found this middle ground of like, she's not a hero. She's not a villain. She's just somewhere in between. But we're going to make her seem like she's still a hero. And I'm like, she's not a hero. Mm-hmm. Like they arrested the, the, uh, whatever, the head dude of, of the military guy there, the whatever yeah. you want to call him. Hayworth? Hayworth? Yeah, Hayworth. They arrested him, and I'm like, they shouldn't be arresting this guy. He was trying to save everybody in the town. Yeah. What was what was the thing that he did that he deserves to be arrested for? Like, he well, was protecting the citizens of the town. He wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... The thing that's hard is I feel like there's still a lot of things that didn't get answered. Like, like when we saw that video of Wanda breaking in and stealing Vision, like, they never explained that. Like, we definitely saw that, right? I know I'm stoned, but, like, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, they so, showed like, that, and then Hayworth rolled it back and was like, well, that didn't happen. This is what actually happened. Yeah. And to me, it's just, like, there's a lot of things left up in the air, which is fine. I'm used to cliffhangers. I'm me my too, favorite show of all time, or one of my favorite shows of all time, is Lost. Yeah, and that's a show notorious for leaving things unanswered. Yeah, so like I'm okay with that. But if this is a show that's supposed to be one season long, and I know she's going to carry on in, in Doctor Strange and everything like that, but they didn't answer the X Men question. They didn't answer the mutant question. They didn't answer any of that. I didn't really, I, I kind of expected us to get even a glimpse of Mutant, but like, I knew that we wouldn't get, it's like I said about Mr. Fantastic, like, I knew we weren't going to get that, because it's not, it's not. I knew we weren't going to get that post-episode, like, seven, where it's too little too late. Yeah, yeah. You can't introduce these characters this late in the series yep, and have it act, you know, have impact, but if in the end of this episode, Doctor Strange rolled in and was like, yeah. yo... I, I'm I'm taking you back to my magic headquarters and training you up and and I'm going to show you where you were wrong and let you know like the actual extent of your powers. I'd be mm-hmm. cool with that. And we got that kind of in the credits of where you know she's doing that yeah existential like yeah. magic reading book thing that Doctor Strange did while he was sleeping in the movie. But again, she's reading an evil book, and I'm like, I don't know if they're trying to make her a hero or a villain. Well, uh, one of my friends made a good point, and that was that, um, you know, when Thor and Loki show up in on Earth in Ragnarok, um, Doctor Strange is aware of it and on it immediately, like right away. Yep. So it's like, it seems weird that like there's this whole thing going on and he's hasn't even shown up yet. You know what I mean? And I think that will be the beginning of the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I feel like the... It's going to make, there's good purpose as to why she's going to reach out to him or vice versa. Like the way I could see it is I could see her going to him to ask for help on like how to control and understand her powers, right? But that's such a mutant thing, right? Like that's such a thing that yeah, totally. people will go to Xavier's school 
to learn their powers, learn the extent of their powers. And I think that's yeah. such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Is like if there's they could have totally set this up them. as yeah. a multiverse um mutant gene whole storyline at the end here of like we are setting this up to exactly go into Doctor Strange, but we're also setting this up to she's brought on mutants, mutants and with Photon coming through the uh the hex barrier and getting her powers. Yeah. I'm like, this is the perfect thing to say. Like, this is this has caused a mutant gene because the kickstart. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. because Wanda did this hex thing and used her powers in this way, it has caused a mutation within the human gene of all these people. And I, I it's just a it's just a missed opportunity in my but opinion. The, but the thing is is this could be a cliffhanger for that. Like the thing is is like I feel like there's probably a, still a pretty good chance that Wanda's gonna create mutants, right? So she may have she may be doing it with you know, with more, like, with intent in mind, like, once she gets her experience leveled up a bit, you know what I mean? Like, she may yeah. do it, she may do it as a, you know, in a villainous way, even, where she's like, alright, well, we're gonna, I'm gonna give Earth some first humans competition kind of thing, right? Like, you might see something like that, or, I don't know, but it's, yeah, I mean, I think the thing I like about the way it, end, it ends is, like, there is, they do leave a lot of room to explore, but they I do, think, but when? Where? Done, well, and anywhere they could pick up anywhere down the road. But what I'm saying is, like, they, they did leave a lot of that. But I feel like uh, at the same time, they could have swapped out a lot of the safe stuff for like something more exciting that would, yeah, it might make a little bit more of a splash. But it's like it's a it's overall like a more be- like a better thing for the world building aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like they could have like used the- this series to introduce a lot, a lot more of what we might be seeing in the future. I like the world world building aspect, but for something that they said, we weren't getting a uh, season two of, I'm like, I don't know how you don't do a season two of the show now. Yeah. 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 Cause they really left a lot open. Right. Like to me, the show needs a season two just to end the storylines of the show and and maybe Vision isn't a huge part of it and they need to like adapt the name a little bit but Wanda Wanda yeah um like what what happens with Agnes at some point obviously she's gonna break out of this hex yeah, yeah. like they're setting it up for that mm-hmm. and somebody that loses their powers and, and, and stole their power like it's just there's a redemption arc or like an evil arc set up within the show for Agatha and they didn't touch on that like her giving up her kids I'm like well these kids are part of the comic canon so and then at the end credit stinger you can hear them screaming yep through the book or whatever and I'm like okay what are they trying to set up here like you know yeah yeah I think that we're gonna end up seeing that's gonna be the introduction to because, yeah, they're going to definitely play a part in the MCU moving forward. For sure they're going to. Right, but... I, I Like I said, like I love that the MCU has these cliffhanger moments that attach to the next project, and that project attaches to the next project. And, and maybe it's ten projects from now where they take this little segment from here and they bring it over here. And that's great. But for a show that is the first thing in phase four and the first thing we've gotten in a year 
it felt like it didn't do enough to move the plot forward, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it really sets up. Like, it it doesn't set up Black Widow. It doesn't set up Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we're not getting the Doctor Strange movie until February next year, if that yeah. lasts. If we're not still under quarantine, still, you know, like... I feel like we'll probably see Wanda again somehow, maybe even in Spider-Man. Like, I think she like could that. have a segment in Spider-Man, but I also think, like like I said last week, how much stuff are you going to put in the Spider-Man movie? Like, yeah. it's a two-hour, maybe two-and-a-half-hour movie. Um, You can't introduce 700 different things in this movie or it's going to have the same problem that Spider-Man 3 had. Like, it needs to have a direction and it needs to have a plot that's actually doable in two hours. And you can have all these like multiverse things throughout it, but unless something else sets it up and gets the plot moving and that movie starts with a bang, you can't do that all in two hours. And and that's what Spider-Man 3's biggest fault was, is like you can't introduce Venom in the same movie as Sandman and all these other characters yeah, yeah. and yeah. move the plot forward. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, but I'm not ready to, to count Spider-Man out yet. Like, we haven't even seen anything yet, right? And I mean, if anybody has proven that they can handle 40 characters at a time, it's Marvel. So, like, I'm not yes. I'm not at the point where I'm worried about it. And like I said last week, is like I don't I don't think I don't think we're gonna get like these huge stories for 50 characters. I think we might see right. eight of them in a scene at once, all getting their ass kicked by three Spider-Mans. I don't know, but I just I don't think yeah. it's gonna be as in depth as that like i just don't i agree with you but i just don't want them to go down the road of this is problematic because we have 600 characters and no no character development and yes they've proven that they can handle it but they've also proven that is your dog like jumping or something yeah he's being an asshole <laughs> i just see your eyes look over <laughs> he wants to attention and he I hates when I'm talking, and he can't see who I am talking to. Oh, little thing. Um, I don't know. I I liked it. Like I said, I I think WandaVision was a great series. Yeah, I don't know too. where it fits exactly in my timeline. Like, yeah, I think I need to watch it again. I think it's middle of the pack. It had emotional moments that made me cry and made me. It made me emotional because I love I love Wanda and I love Vision, and. Maybe I didn't like them or love them as much as I did until this series, but like it made me have an emotional attachment to these characters. Yeah, same, same here, same here. And that's that's a positive, regardless of of how yeah. I feel about the series. Like making you love these characters is great, and I want to know more about Wanda. And I loved her costume at the end there. Like me I thought, too. It was oh man, it was so good. Like I as soon as I seen that, I was like, Matt's gonna make a dope custom of this. I'm not only because I know they'll make one like right after, so there's no point. Sure, but yours would be I, better. No, but, but yeah, <laughs> but I actually really liked. Um, I thought White Vision in action looked pretty fucking sick too. Like I didn't, I wasn't really that impressed with him after like last week's episode where they kind of revealed him. But yeah. like actually seeing him in action and stuff, I thought he looked really cool. Like I liked the differences in the face, and I liked the blue. Yeah, like it was just like it looked really cool. It looked like an, he looked like if Vision was an iPhone. 
Yeah. He looks like the Apple Vision. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked He's him serious. too. I just wish they, I wish they would have had a character moment for him at the end. Like, they had this big revelation of that, like, he was being manipulated and he didn't understand what it was to be human or what, you know, all that stuff. And Vision kind of gave him his memories mm-hmm. back of, like, this and is what was life it. was. And then they kind of just left it. And I'm like, yeah. it what felt like... What made even less sense there was the fact that he just got all that information back and then he saw Wanda in danger and he just leaves her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I understand to a certain aspect that like, if you had memory loss and then all of a sudden you got all your memory back, you would want a moment to like reflect and be like, okay, I don't know what's happening. This has been like a, a mind fuck of a situation. I'm going to peace out and let me like recoup my thoughts and then I'm going to bounce back and, and figure out where I need to be. But, like, it felt like we were missing, like, a five-minute segment of, like, his revelation or, like, him helping Wanda or, like, him coming back after she killed her, you know, heart want, yeah. her heart vision of, like, I'm back and I'm alive and I'm here for you and, like, I'm, I was never really gone or, like, I don't know, something. Like, it just felt like it was missing a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely felt like that was an abrupt exit. It was just like, hmm, I see. And then he's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and again, like, like as I said earlier, right? Like, lots of missed opportunities. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, it's like, I feel like everybody after seeing it's like you said it is that like it really did a lot of development provision as a character so it's like at the end if there's one thing we all want to see is we all want to see him survive so it's like you know you could still have him die and have that emotional moment and then catch up with them a minute later and white visions there and they, they find out that it's like you know that's the way it is but the thing is because in the series that's what i would expect but like knowing that he's out there now and now that the series is over, we know that it's going to happen. So it's like, why didn't it just happen in the show? <laughs> I mean, like, right. But I disagree with you in that fact, but like to me, having the emotional impact and then immediately taking it away and saying, Oh, well you cried over vision dying, but now here's new vision. It, it takes away something from the show. And like, to me is it's the same as like when spoilers for end game, if you haven't seen end game, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> But when Iron Man died, like, I, I bawled my eyes out. Like, yeah. I had this huge attachment to Iron Man. And if in Spider-Man uh, 2, if all of a sudden Iron Man was back and they were like, well, he didn't really die, here he is, I would have been like, well, that takes away so much from the movie Endgame. Like, mm-hmm. that immediately takes away all my emotional attachment to that project. And, like... Yeah, that's true. To me saying Vision dies, but 30 seconds later, being like, well, he's not really dead, he's here. Everything Wanda learned from taking away her family and giving up her family to do the better thing of, like, I need to move on with my life, and and I can't live in this grief, it takes away that emotional moment right away, and and I think it's unnecessary. I think, I honestly think that Vision should have killed White Vision, and then she had to give up Vision. She had to move on with her life. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, but we, that's not what, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that they could go that route, but. Where does Vision fit in in this world now? Like, with Iron Man gone, Captain America gone, like, there's not really a role for Vision without Wanda, and 
I don't know what movie he fits in in the future where I'm like, yes, this makes sense for Vision to return. Like, there's not really that role. Well, I mean, I guess it'd be good to have somebody who knows the computer side now that they don't have Tony. So, I mean, there's always that. I guess he could fit into that role, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess he could be, like, the the smart, you know, um, you know, whatever, office guy yeah. that, you know, takes care of things. But Secretary Vision. Yeah, like, exactly. Come back to that but, scene in the, the sitcom where he's, like, going through all the computer stuff. Yeah, really but they also show him, like, unstoppable like i mean you know what i mean like he's mm-hmm. so powerful that i'm like how is he not the main character of the next avengers movie like he's so strong like him and captain marvel could own the entire universe like mm-hmm. i don't know and same with same so with one at this point that. like yeah after absorbing all of of Agnes's powers and everything like that i'm like she's so so overpowered that like what can she not take on at this point? Yeah, but that, that's the thing. That's the thing I think is exciting because I, like I said, I feel like she's going to play a part in mutant showing up eventually, and like I hope so. Yeah, I do think so. So I, it would make sense because she has the power to do it, obviously. So yeah, and I think I mean I I really do think that should be the end of um, Doctor Strange too. Is you know they open a multiverse portal that releases a multi- the the mutant gene and, and, and you know Doctor Strange thinks he's doing the right thing but it, it ends up backfiring on him and boom you know the mutant gene's everywhere it's it's covering our earth and there's mutants everywhere and then we have to pick up the pieces from there and I think that's exciting but that would be fun I just I just didn't really think that this moved the plot to that point like if that cliffhanger would have been Doctor Strange rolling up on her in that cabin in the you know wilderness or whatever and said, like, you know, you're doing this all wrong, let me show you the way kind of thing, like, I think that really sets up the movie, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing right now at the MCU because there's so... There's so much new coming, and there's so much of the stuff that we love that's gone, going or gone. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot of things, and like that's you know, I think there's a lot of uncertainty for like longtime viewers to think that this might start changing a bit, right? Totally. And I mean, yeah, I mean, the fact, the one thing I'm like really proud of us for is like we predicted a lot of this stuff in episode one episode two like from the early get-go of this podcast we predicted a lot of things that were going to happen and we're pretty accurate on a lot of things but and I like, feel like don't you feel like the stuff that happened was the stuff that seemed like it would be too predictable to happen do you know what i mean like i feel like like i feel like this series really played out exactly like we expected well, it to I mean, I don't think we could have predicted Quicksilver, and I don't think we could have predicted certain elements of, like, um, you know, from episode one, I don't think we would have predicted Darcy would have been a part of the show. I don't think we would have thought of, you know, Agatha being the villain necessarily. I, you know, maybe some people did. I didn't see that necessarily from the first well, episode. Darcy thing, I, I knew because I saw the casting things. So, like, some stuff I knew because I saw, like... Right. Like I look at it more as just story beats, I think, were the natural story beats that they had to do. 
as a Disney show. They couldn't go too dark with it. They couldn't go too crazy with it. They had to keep it within the Marvel universe that they've set up so far. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. I'm not going to say I didn't like it. I me think too. it's somewhere in the middle for me. Yeah, I don't think it's the best thing that they've done. I don't no, think it's the worst thing they've done. And that's it's fine. A good, After, it's a good intro back into the MCU. Yeah. After this many movies and this and and this far along, I'm completely content with where it is and where it finished. And I yeah. liked it. I don't want to sound overly negative on it because I'm not. I enjoyed it and I loved the entire journey of it. Um, I'm excited for Falcon next or two weeks from now, but. I I do think that they should do a, a WandaVision season two and it might be different and it might be something completely different that we don't expect it to be, but like I'm fine with that. Like Wanda being on her own and studying magic and, and maybe like I don't know, wherever um Doctor Strange ends, whatever position she's in, like continuing on from their solo story, I think it could be very interesting. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, at this point, if they put out a if they put out a Scarlet Witch like movie, I'd be on board. Like that, that would yeah. be great, right? Like totally, and and then maybe that's where they want to go with her. Is like they're doing Black Widow now, and maybe they want to set this up for yep. yeah, we're gonna do a Scarlet Witch movie, and eventually we're gonna do you know her carry on into an X Men movie or whatever. Like I'm completely content with that, but me too. I just hope she continues on in, in the Marvel Universe, and obviously, I mean, we are going to get more of her, but, like, I, I, I hope she stays as a permanent character within the universe, because I really like the flaws of her character, and I like where me she too. went with her story. Yeah, me too. Me too. Plus, I, great her, I, I like the new look, too. It's so dope. Oh, it's great. It's so cool. When I yeah, saw it, I was like, yeah. But, like, you know what? Like, with all the Iron Man suits and like the Spider-Man suits and how they've updated them and like all that stuff, like you would really think like, yeah, they're going to nail this. And they did like, it's exactly yeah, the they... update to the character that they needed to do. And it's perfect. It, it fits the character still. It still looks a little bit retro, like her comic book, you know, ver- version of it, but yeah, it's updated. For... Elements. Yeah. 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 It's updated for 2021 and it works. Like it's, it's great. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I definitely like the design. Like, I like the look for sure. So, yeah. and it's like, you know, I, I feel like uh, the MCU stuff, initially, the costumes were a bit too, like, tactical. But I feel yeah. like they've gotten past that at this point. Like, I feel yeah. like, you know, I, I just even look at, like, Falcon, how Falcon looks in the new thing. And I'm like, all right, he's clearly not, like, just some army dude now, right? Like, he's, yeah. like, decked out in superhero, like, fucking duds, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I think there's a balance to strike there, right? Like, yeah, totally. Me too. You don't want it to be practical. Like, it still has to be practical. You want it to be practical, and you don't want it to be too cheesy. Like, and that's, like, I feel like the original X Men movie missed the mark there, right? Whereas, like, they didn't want to be that spandex yellow suit for, for the characters, but then they went, like, hey, let's do, like, tight leather. And I'm like, wow, that doesn't work either. Like, it doesn't work for the show and it doesn't, like not it, doesn't a motorcycle it doesn't seem updated. It doesn't seem cool. And like now it's like, yeah, we're taking elements of the comic book version, but we're updating it and making it relevant to 2021. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it works. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I don't get worried about that aspect anymore like I used to. I used to be like, oh, no. great. Are we going to get fucking like 
some important character and then all of a sudden it's like hey man i'm in a leather jacket <laughs> yeah You're like all right cool that's great but like you know we need something better than that yeah totally totally <laughs> I, I agree i mean i i'm very excited to see what they end up doing with x-men updated costumes and like everything like that when x-men becomes a part of the marvel universe like to see what their version of, you know, Wolverine or, or whatever will look like, Cyclops, whatever. Yep. Like, to, to see, like, a um, uh, a Tony Stark, you know, super electronic version of, like, Cyclops' visor will look like. Like, it could be a really cool segment of, like... Oh, totally. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah, we're updating X-Men for 2022, 2023, 2024, whatever the case may be. And, like, this is what this character would be in 2025, not you know, 1965. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, like I said, at this point, the costumes, I, I really don't worry about them too much anymore. Like I'm, I'm pretty happy with like where the, where the MCU's at in terms of costumes. Right. And again, yeah. like, tonight's <laughs> the showing of uh, Scarlet, Witch's costume is like that again, it's right there. Right. Like, so it's yeah. like, it, you know, like I just, uh, yeah. I, I like totally. I like I like I like that look and like I think it it strikes a good balance between like real like um like grounded and yeah. co- and like comic book inspired right like even yeah, like exactly. that, like her look there does kind of resemble like a couple of her like more modern looks so yeah dude yeah. I totally agree yeah I'm very excited to see like people like you who are very creative and can make characters like I'm very excited to see the next phase of like your customs for the next phase of Mar- like, you know what? Like we don't have eternal figures. We don't have yeah, do, figures. like all yeah, these next characters are going to bring in a new ha- whole revolution of like yes. custom looked characters, new costumes, new figures, new everything. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be really cool to see like what you come up with compared to what Marvel comes up with, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I always look forward to seeing that. I, I definitely have stepped away from making the movie figures, but it, the biggest reason why is because I, Hasbro has gotten so good at it. So it's like, I find it really difficult to kind of compete. Um, sure. But like, there are some people who, and like, again, for me, like, you know, it takes me a while to put out figures. Like, when I'm doing movie figures, especially, they take a long time, lots of attention to detail. But like, yeah, of course. Um, but there's so many people out there that do them, so it's like it's just like you said. Like I can imagine by this time next week, I'll have seen like seven or eight Scarlet Witch customs already. Like I, I can imagine. Like, sure. Yeah. I so. mean, it's hard to it's hard to say. Like you know whether we'll get. I maybe they've already announced this and I missed it. Like Marvel custom you know, vision figures or Wanda yeah, figures vision or, or got, vision got revealed last week, right? The day. After, oh, okay. uh, yeah. So like they showed him off or maybe it was Monday. Anyway, they showed him in the last week. So that's cool. So, yeah. So white vision got shown. Uh, and, uh, I can imagine we'll get Wanda. Like there's a, there's a rumored Disney plus wave coming out of like the entire wave as figures. It's supposed to be Viz, Scarlet, Witch. Uh, Bucky, Falcon, Loki, Baron Zemo, and oh no, sorry, not Baron. Yeah, is Zemo. Yeah, it is Zemo. Yeah. Yeah. And one other one, I think. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm down with that. Like, your interest in 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 figures and everything like that. Like, 
I would. I it makes me interested in like starting a small collection of like, hey, mm. like these are some of the coolest figures. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> when you showed off that Rocksteady and Bebop, or no, uh, Token Razor, right? Um, of of those the, the original Ninja Turtles movie. Like, yeah, I was like, man, like I would buy those. Yeah, they're just dope. put them on my they're shelf. Dope. Like, yeah, stuff that looks that cool. I'm like. I'd be in on buying those. Like, I'm fine with buying those. And if they make those kind of, like, exact replica versions of, of some of these characters, like, I'm in. Like, I'll yeah. buy them. Yeah. Yeah, they're, so. um, they're, it's, it's a definitely, a, like, a fun, a fun hobby, but it's so easy to get. It's funny, uh, one of my friends, he was actually on here, I don't know if he still is, probably not, astonishing at our, uh, he's my buddy there that started the YouTube channel around the same time you and I started talking. And just this week, he added two of, like, our local friends to the podcast. So he yeah. does, he does like, reviews, and he does, he has a bunch of other stuff coming, but he also does podcast a podcast once a week. And they've been, like, okay. They've been, like, uh, you know, more informational than anything else, right? So right. last week, he added, like, our, our buddy D to it. And I was like, oh, this is good. Like, there's, like, you know, there's already, like, good back and forth between them. They've already have chemistry because we're all friends. And then, sure. and then this week they added Chris to it as well. So now there's three of them. And I, nice. I actually messaged him. I'm like, dude, this is like way fucking better. Like, it's just good yeah. to see like that back and forth, right? And it's just sure. like, it's it's so cool to see. It's hard to build that chemistry, right? Like, totally, totally. You have to have that common interest in relationship where you know each other's stops and finishes of what of when they want to, you know, change topics or when they're ready to end their sentence and like sentences yeah see to build that dynamic especially not in person but over like a, a video call is like it's very difficult to learn and like i think i mean i'm not trying to toot our horns here or anything but like i feel like every episode we get a little better with that too and like yeah i agree i agree yeah just so to find your like zone right yeah it's it's a rhythm and it's 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 you know i don't know it's it's hard to find but i'm glad that uh yeah that's that's great. I mean, I think anybody should make a podcast. I I, I think it's, it's fun. fun to do. It is fun. Yeah. It's good to have a good chat. That's exactly, fun. exactly. Yeah. My dog's being a jerk. That's okay. If you start collecting, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I like I'd like to, but it's just amount of having a room, right? Like, yeah. I'm never going to be on the level you are where I yeah. I'd commit that amount of space to it. I just don't have the space, and I mean, I know you don't have the space either, but I don't. But I, I'm into gaming. I'm into movies. I'm into purchasing movies. Like I'm into collecting vinyl. Like I'm already into three yeah, different. Of, yeah, like I I have enough collections of where I don't need more. But I would like like a small, you know, a nice shelf of like really cool figures or something like that. And um, yeah. obviously it's easy to get carried away with it. But if they made like some really dope a few figures i'd be in like especially video games if they made really good custom video game figures oh what's that or, one you told me to make that one time last of us no there i think they're making those too but there was something else it was like a girl and she has like a giant robot <laughs> oh bioshock yeah so they they ended up making some of those yeah like the big daddy and little sister big i daddy, would buy those figures um like for a long time, that was one of the first like tattoos I really wanted was was a big daddy and little sister, and I, I really wanted a Last of Us tattoo as well. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yeah, like a sweet big daddy figure, I would totally be in on. I'm pretty sure they have one. I'll have to find. They probably it. Do. Guess, I'll have to remember to think about that when I when like I see stuff come up like video game stuff. Yeah, like I my The Last of Us is my favorite video game of all time. Last of Us Part Two and The Last of Us and yeah, um, I really would love. You know, like I'm really, I mean, that's, uh, you can't see it right now, but the figure I have on my shelf up there is um, Allie from The Last of Us. And like, mm. she's one of my favorite characters of all time. So if they had like these zombie-esque figures of, of from that game, like um, I, I'd be totally in buying those too. I'll keep you on the loop if I see them come up. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, I, I think that's definitely a road you should travel down on is in the future, like more comp or more video game esque characters and stuff. Like I, I think there's a huge untapped market there. See, for me, my kind of thing is, is like when I do commissions, I like, I generally, I stray to the ones that catch my interest because I find that when they're not super appealing to me as a character, I lose interest in it. It's yeah. like, it's yeah, hard to fair. forward myself. Right. And it's and like fair. really, those are the only times I would really do those kind of characters. Cause like, I wouldn't do it for me. Like I don't have a the spot for them or b like the interest in them. You know, sure. like but I see a lot of those characters and I'm like, oh my god, that'd be so fun. Yeah, yeah. I I think you know, video game players and love loving of that that genre would would really love some of these characters to be like action figures and stuff like that. And there's just really not that market yet. It seems like even merch like. Just just buying like the deluxe version of a game to get a statue or something like that. I'm like, I yeah. usually partake in, but if they made action figures of all these characters and stuff, like I would be down that path in a in a heartbeat. You'd have you know? to be surprised at what they do have good figures for though. Like if you especially when it comes to like movies and stuff, like a lot of sci-fi and like old like sci-fi and old horror movies have all got picked up and been done really well. Like everything yeah. from like gremlins to aliens and predators and yeah like, i've and, seen a few like alien versus predator figures i've seen a few um like back the to the future is pretty hot right now they're doing, yeah. they're doing back to the future like going to fan expo uh in toronto every every year <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, last year, like, been exposed to yeah i've seen a lot of those and like they're cool and stuff but like there's not a lot of video game stuff like honestly no, like, there isn't you're right there isn't it's a lot of comic book related stuff. Yeah, there is some movie characters like Back to the Future and, and Friday the Thirteenth and stuff like that, like I've seen. But um, it's mostly comic book based, and I I think that's a huge market they're missing out on. I really do. I feel like um, it's slowly picking up, but it kind of like starts with the fighting games. So there's a company called Storm Collectibles. They do they have like a pretty good assortment of like Mortal Kombat stuff. Yeah. And Street Fighter stuff. And then Bandai did a line of Street Fighter, which they've since dropped those fuckers because now I have an incomplete set of Street Fighters. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense too. It's like Mortal Kombat makes a lot of sense for yeah, totally toys, uh, action figure adaptations. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, especially with the new movie coming, like, I assume oh, we're going to get a ton of, yep. of you know, action figures off that movie and Sub Zero, you know, Scorpion, and so on and so forth. McFarlane has that line too so they'll probably put out stuff i have a hard time believing they wouldn't so yeah i i definitely think we'll see that but yeah yeah i don't know i i, I mean that moral combat trailer was like awesome so yeah. i'm so in. 
as soon as he broke his arms off, I was like, all right, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, I love the original Mortal Kombat movies. And I, mean, I don't, so it's... Yeah. I mean, they're cheesy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, not they're just nostalgic for you. They're nostalgic for you. Yeah, they're very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Like, they hit me at the right time in my life when I first <laughs> seen that Mortal Kombat movie. I was, you know, whatever, 12, 13, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, man, this is, you know, as graphic as I can handle at that age and still, sure. like, really awesome, so... <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Same as Die Hard. Like, that's why I'm such a Die Hard fan. Is, is yeah. I seen that at a young age. It just hit me at the right time. Where with you. It was, yeah. yeah, it was something that I felt like I shouldn't be seeing at the age I was, but like I loved. So We should do that. We should do a little discussion about that one time. Movies that are like near and dear to us for whatever reason, right? Everybody yeah, has sure. those things. Like you know, like for me, it's like the movie that I remember like wearing, like I ruined the VHS of it. Like I just watched it so much it was like Toy Story 1, the first one. Yeah. And again, just because like I've always been a toy fan, right? Like this isn't not fucking true. new. Like this stuff behind me yeah. is not, that's not a new thing for me. I've been collecting sure. toys since I was a little kid, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's like that, that movie fucking really hit me hard. Like that one was just the best. Love the first yeah, one. Yeah, I mean... I think Jurassic Park was probably the movie that like hooked me originally. Yeah. Um, it's definitely my favorite movie of all time, but like Jurassic Park, really? Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't know that. Um, you know, like that was one of the big first movies I seen in theaters where I didn't, I, I hadn't seen a lot of movies in theaters at that point in my life. Like I think I was eight yeah. when I seen that theater. Um, I went with my uncles, and it felt like something like. I wasn't allowed to see my parents see, so I went and see it with my uncles and that was something like kind of like where'd you see it? Uh, I think it was Parkway mm. I think that old theater that was in like the Zares Plaza there oh damn I think it was there but I can't remember for sure but I mean I remember seeing it and being like this is like way more graphic than I thought it was going to be. Like when the dinosaur eats the dude off the toilet, I'm like, wow, like I'm eight and I'm seeing some di- <laughs> guy get murdered by a dinosaur. Like I shouldn't be here right now, but like awesome. Yeah. You know? And it's the same with Scream for me. Like the first time I seen Scream, it was a, it was the first rated R movie I think I've ever seen. It was either Scream or Die Hard, but. Uh, I was at a friend's house and his mom was like, hey, uh, call your mom and make sure you're allowed to watch this movie. And so I fake dialed on the phone and pretended I was talking to my mom to see if I could get permission. And then I hung up the phone and I was like, yeah, she said it was fine. And I watched Scream for the first time. And like, I fell in love with that movie because it, it just felt something like forbidden that I wasn't allowed yeah, to watch. Yeah, totally. but I loved it. That's why I love horror films so much. It's just like from a very young age, I was like, oh my God, like, I love this. It's brutal. It's graphic, and it's something I shouldn't be seeing, and I'm seeing it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Scream too. I only like the first one though. The other ones I couldn't give a fuck about. But. <sighs> see, Scream Two is fun. You are, you are more of a horror kind of. You yeah, I love horror. <laughs> I'm such a whore. You're such a whore. <laughs> I have a friend like that. Yeah, yeah, we all do. <laughs> Scream 2 is good Scream 3 is terrible Scream 4 has moments That is really really cool The ending is terrible 
but I love the beginning of Scream 4 and what they set it up to be, and then they just they didn't know how to end it, and it's really, really bad ending. Yeah, I'm very, very excited to see what they do with the Scream 5 slash Scream reboot. Oh, they're rebooting it. Uh, hmm. uh, it's called Scream. It's not going to be called Scream 5. So I think it's part re- reboot, part sequel. I don't really know what they were going to do with it, but... Fucking losers. I hate when they do shit like that. Commit. If you're going to reboot, reboot. Well, see, the problem is, is, like, Nev Campbell's back. Courtney Cox yeah, is back. It's not a reboot, then. It's not a reboot. It's not a reboot, but they're calling it Scream. I'm like, you already did a Scream, so... I don't know what it is. You know? But I'm very excited for it, because it's, it's the same as, like, um... I don't know. I can't even think of like Jurassic World, right? Yeah, when they yeah. announced Jurassic yep. World, they're like, it's going to be kind of a reboot, it's but a kind reboot, of a sequel. But it's not a reboot. Yeah, I get it. It's, it is, it's but like it is. Re, it's you know? like a refresh, is what it is. Yeah, and I think that's what they're trying to do with Scream Five. But I'm very excited for it. What are your thoughts on that? I, I thought I only think of it because we're talking about old movies that did this, and then there's a movie that's currently waiting in the winds to get. It's reboot, and that is uh, the that Saw one, that Chris Rock one. Oh yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I know that. But what are your thoughts on it? I know we never. I can't wait. About... Oh, okay, cool. I've I seen you're... every Saw movie. Yeah, I know you're every Saw movie in the theaters. I'm a huge Saw fan. Um, I think they got progressively bad. Like, I think the first three, four movies are solid. I think after the fourth movie, it got way downhill. But it's the same as Friday the 13th. It's the same as Halloween. It's the same as Nightmare on Elm Street. All these classic horror films is like, if you want to put eight or nine movies in a series, eventually it's going to go down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can't do the same thing eight times and expect it to be revolutionary in some form at episode seven. You know what I mean? It's the same as Star Wars. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, I love the original Star Wars films. And... I will die on that hill, but more than half of those movies are bad. So it's like, okay, out of what, 11 movies, I'd say six of them are bad. Yeah. See, again, it's, it's hard to say because it's not, it, it's very much an opinion, right? Like to me, sure. everything is so. I don't say any, I mean, I mean, I shouldn't say that. That's not true, <laughs> but like, I wouldn't say that the, it's that bad. Like, I would say there's bad ones, and I would say there's some uncompelling ones, but I would say that they're still relevant to the story. And I just... Yeah. yeah. Wait, you can say that with X-Men, too. No, they're right? just bad. <laughs> there's relevant story parts. No, there's not. They don't even make sense. <laughs> they do and they don't. Some of them make sense, and that's what I mean. It's like, there's character moments that make sense in those movies, right? And... There is whatever, eight, nine, ten, whatever the hell it is, movies of X-Men. And some of them have moments where I love, and some of them have moments that I detest. And some movies are terrible, and some movies are great. And that's the same as Friday the 13th, where there's... I love Friday the 13th, part four, part eight is, you know, uh, Jason Goes to Manhattan is abysmally bad. Like, one of the worst movies ever made. Jason X... I fucking love because it's absurd and it's brutal and it's not a good movie, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. For what you're looking for in it. Right. Right. And it's, and that's what I mean is like any movie that goes on that long, there's going to be moments where it's really bad and there's bad things of it. And 
I mean, I think that's part of the reason why me and you love Marvel so much is they're kind of hitting it out of the park. Yeah. Like, there's no franchise that long and that successful that we've ever experienced. It's weird to see a a franchise that everyone's expecting to lose its steam not lose its steam. I remember listening, like, I listened to a few video game podcasts, and I remember hosts on those podcasts, like, seven, eight years ago, being like, this Marvel fad is going to end. People are going to get tired of these comic book adaptations. People are going to stop seeing these films. Nobody's going to be watching whatever. Avengers Avengers 7 in theaters in five years. And it's like, no, they're bigger and better than ever. People are going to see them at unprecedented levels. Endgame is the highest grossing movie of all time. Like, it's not going to stop. Well, all I said when I hear people say that is, is like, my mom knows who Thanos is. My 65-year-old mother knows sure. who, who Thanos is. Like, But that's video games too, right? It's like, yeah. when, when we were growing up, every video game system was a Nintendo to our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Every every video game was Mario to our parents, pretty much. And it was like, oh, you're playing that Mario game again, whatever. And now it's become such a huge thing where there's so many genres within it. And, you know, there's Xbox, there's PlayStation, there's Nintendo as a big three. But nobody goes and plays PlayStation. And, and, and my mom knows what a PlayStation is. Like, it's become that thing of like, yeah, there's bigger and better things within this genre in this yeah. in this system and it's the same as as any of that right it's like yeah you know our parents have seen x-men movies our parents have seen the last avengers movie or what have you and, and this is bigger than just the nerd culture going to see these movies these have become mainstream films oh, and just the fact that they're just genuinely good movies too right like right. you can put put the superhero aspect aside like you know, it's I like agree. any it's it's like any any like type of series style movie where you're getting multiples as you start to get attached to these characters and like they do such a good job at writing them as such like relatable human beings. Like it's totally. that you can look past the fact that Captain America can lift a car and Right, but that's the beauty of it, right? Is yeah, is anybody can relate to these characters. Now, yeah. whatever background you've come from, whatever you know, um, life events have happened to you, whether you're, you know, whatever color you are, whatever sex you are, whatever race you are, there's something within this universe that you can relate to. And, and it might not be Iron Man, but it might be Black Panther and it might not be Black Panther, but it might be Captain Marvel. And like, that's the cool part of it is there's something in this for everybody. And that's why they're finding the success they have is because, something within this world and universe you're going to find that relates to you and and it's not going to stop as long as you keep expanding these characters you're going to find more and more love with these characters yep yep i agree yeah i'm i'm excited to see where we go next same man i i cannot wait for captain falcon Falcon. (laughs) yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see what they do with that one especially because like I've always so it's like with Wanda, I never really cared that much. Like she was just whatever. She was just a background character, kind of, right? Yeah. And Vision, uh, yeah, same. It was fine. Like he was fine or whatever, right? But like, uh, but but Falcon is one of those like secondary characters that I I actually like. I I started to love in Winter Soldier, and like yeah. 
it only got bigger as we moved along. Like in, in Civil War, I just like fell in love with the character. Like I love yeah, sure. I think I love Sam Mackey as Sam Mackey as uh as Sam Wilson. He's so fucking good. I agree. And I and I like that I don't love Bucky, like the, as a character I don't. But again, yeah. we haven't really spent too too much time with him. Like we know his deal, but I'm very excited to see what they do with these characters and I look at it like this. If at the start of WandaVision, we didn't really love Wanda or Vision to the extent we do now. Yes. That might be the end of, of Falcon and Winter Soldier for us, is where we love these characters and we have that emotional attachment to yeah. these characters. And I'm very excited to see what they do with them. That's the best thing about these Disney shows is like instead of giving them a couple minutes in a movie, you get yes. thirty minutes. Eight hours. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of nice, right? Do we know the episode count for... I uh, think it's six. Six, yeah. I think it's shorter, but I think the episodes are an hour long. I, I heard the episodes were longer. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Um, so we're going to run out of time in three minutes. So I just yeah. want to say to um, next week, we still are going to have an episode, even though we're not going to you know, be able to talk about WandaVision or, or anything. Uh, we're going to do our top five comic adaptation movies. Um, anything. It doesn't have to be MCU. We're going to do our top five, MC, you know, comic movies. So Matt's probably going to focus a lot on MCU, but it's gonna be hard not to. They're really good movies. They're very good. I'm probably gonna, not going to focus as much on MCU. I'm probably going to be kind of scattered, but I wanted to extend it to all comic book movies just because that way we had different lists yeah, and we were point. very similar. Cause we're pretty similar um, on the MCU side with the stuff that we like. We've been friends for a long time and we have similar thoughts. So I wanted to extend it to everything. So that's going to be next week's episode is our top five comic book movies. And then the following week, we'll obviously do Falcon and Winter Soldier episode one. So spoiler alert, Ryan's favorite is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's incorrect. Uh, but that will be next week's episode. So next Friday, that's what we'll be doing. Um, please join us if you enjoyed this. Follow us. Follow Matt at Customs by Matthew. Come over to my YouTube channel. The link's in my profile. Um, follow me there if you can. I'd appreciate it. Leave comments. Leave likes. Leave love. Whatever. We can answer whatever. it. So we can comments. Whatever. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. This has been WandaVision Recap. This is WandaVision Recap. Ryan, Ryan Matt Vision Recap. Let's make my sitcom. We'd make a great sitcom. Oh, dude. My hair would look awesome. Back down the Windsor, we'll move in together, and we'll do a Ryan Matt Vision. <laughs> That'll just be us, 755 pounds, eating pizza, <laughs> smoking pot, and having dogs on our laps. Mm, that sounds like a good idea. We'd probably fight over who gets the space because I'd need more room for action figures. <laughs> you can have all the room you want, baby. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm easy going. I don't care. As long as I can sit on a couch, you can have all the room you want. I'm going to pimp something really quickly before we go. So tomorrow night, I'm going to do a live thing on my Instagram with Stranded Customs, and we're going to switch our secret figure swap list. That's not going to be a secret. So we're going to give it to each other verbally, and then that's it. Right. On my Instagram so tomorrow, I don't know when. 
I'll post about it. Post tomorrow when uh, when that goes live, and I'll tune in. Zang. Hey, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Cheers.